Nah, I've been smoking. You been smoking? We been smoking all day. I be smoking. You been smoking? We been smoking all day. You be smoking. She be smoking. He be smoking all day. Blowing kush. It ain't face from overseas to the USA. I got that blueberry, raspberry, and we keep that juicy fruit. Three, two, one, and action. What's up, everybody? It's Tony Tone. Welcome back to Snurbage, the podcast. And happy uh, happy Christmas days. It's December. Christmas days. Hooray. I get to spend all my money on my children. <laughs> no, dude. I, I I like when I was in my twenties, I really I really wasn't like all about the whole like, hey, let's get in the Christmas season and all that shit. And I don't know, man. Ever since I hit my thirties, it seems like it's it's gotten a little better and i just every year i'm a little more jolly and merry during the christmas years so yeah merry christmas everybody i got some stuff from the dispensary and it's called og winehouse <laughs> hopefully it's not laced with crack or some shit fucking og winehouse it was expensive though so we will we're going to check it out right now and you know i'm going to say this guys i have gotten a lot of people in my day-to-day, you know, face-to-face as well as online and stuff like that, texting me and stuff. And, and you know, a lot, of my, a lot of my crowd that listens to this is friends, friends of mine from my past and everything. But there are a few stragglers that have found me. Um, but the one thing that I love hearing the most is people saying, hey, I smoked weed with you today. Hey, I smoked while I listened to your podcast today. And that's just amazing because that's, that's exactly what I wanted to do this podcast for, for, you know, those people who might not have anybody to smoke with because not everybody has anybody to smoke with, you know? So let's smoke some weed together. Let's smoke some weed about it. Um, this is the OG wine house and, um, let's check it out. Oh, that tastes good right off the bat. Holy, yeah. God, it almost like, it tastes like nugget, but it smells like swag a little bit. It's kind of weird. <laughs> OG Winehouse, right? Yeah, it's kind of nice. <coughs> it's not, uh, it's not too harsh. Notes of. I don't know, like raspberry or something like that. I don't know. Let's hit it again. See what we got. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. That feel fucking tastes good. That's that's an immediate state of euphoria. (coughs) Holy crap. So we had a new dog about a month or two ago and he's, he's a Husky and so he's a dick and he's kind of getting used to our family, you know, but the one thing is he doesn't want to come inside like ever, (coughs) like ever. He never wants to fucking come inside, especially now that it's snowing and stuff. He just wants to bury his fucking body in the snow now and everything. And, And, um, so, uh, 
I came up with a plan because we have to put him on a leash to take him inside. We have to take him from our fenced-in backyard to our house, which is not attached to our fenced-in backyard, you know, like that. So he will never come to us. He just sits there, and he, and he plays, and he's being a dick. And I love him, but he's a dick. So I came up with this ingenious plan. I'm just going to leave his leash on him while he's outside. And then that way, all I have to do is get within like three feet of him, which he'll let me get like within like four, like three or four feet of him. And then he darts. But I'll get like three feet within him. And then I'll just step on his leash and he can't fucking go anywhere. And then it's like, ha, motherfucker, coming inside now, bitch. Um, so I've been doing that. Okay, cool. The wife tries to do that. I'm fucking 300 pounds, bro. The wife's a buck 30 at that. That's the maximum that she could be right now. The wife's at a buck 30. She steps on that leash and he fucking takes off and she went midair. I feel so bad that I didn't catch her. Like, but it was like, in, it, it was in slow motion, but it was also so fucking sped up too. It was so stupid. But she like, fuck, he whips that fucking thing out from underneath her foot and she fucking flies and lands right on her fucking tailbone, dude. Ow. And I was right there. She's like, don't touch me. And I'm like, okay, I won't, I won't touch you, man. You know, and you know, the dog is sitting there barking his ass off and stuff like, hey, my owner just got hurt. You know, like we're kind of actually like impressed by that. Like he was like, oh no, um, you know, danger, Will Robinson. And uh, so finally I get, the, I put the dogs inside. I come back out and she is still on the ground crying, you know, but she told me like, you know, put the dogs inside, come back out and help me. I was like, okay. <coughs> I come back out and she's like half crying, half laughing. And so I help her up and everything. And she's like, my fucking tailbone. And I was like, oh, great. I'm not going to have sex for like eight fucking weeks now, but oh, well, you know, so <laughs> I feel so bad for her, you know, and, and, uh, you know, she's the nicest, sweetest girl in the world. And so it just sucks when she gets hurt. <laughs> so we go to the store yesterday. We go to the store yesterday and we're walking around a, a, a supermarket, you know. I felt like people were looking at me. Like I did something to this girl. Like I fucking like, you know, like, oh. What did this 300-pound dude do to this 130-pound weakling? It's like, you know, we played just the tip, but the whole thing, you know? Like, like she looks like she got gang-raped by a pack of silverback gorillas or some shit like that while she's walking through. Like, I just feel everybody's eyes on me. Like, dude, what the fuck did you do to this poor thing? <laughs> it wasn't me, man. It was a dog. Oh, wait. <laughs> the dog knocked her down on the ice. Okay, okay. <laughs> like I just felt so bad and I felt like everybody was looking at me like dude what the fuck <laughs> fuck that shit uh fuck that dog I love that dog but fuck that dog he's an asshole but no he's a good he's a good dog and he's smart except for when you put stuff in your pockets like I had a bone like he's super smart he's smarter than any of the other animals we've ever had I swear to god he's super smart but like I had a bone in my hand that was actually the same night. I had a bone in my hand that we bought at the at the store and shit. And then I put it in my pocket and also he's like, Where'd it go? 
like looking around the yard for it and shit like that. And I'm like, dude, I, I just put it in my pocket, man. Like, you're not that fucking smart. <laughs> uh, so yeah, please pray for my wife's booty. It's a, it's, it's beautiful, and I don't, you know, I want to touch it again. <laughs> but uh, no, so she's, she's kind of, and thankfully, it happened on like her first of like four or five days off, so she has some time to recoup. She's actually at the doctor presently having her butakin looked at which she actually told me like a long time ago she broke her tailbone and the, the way that they had to check was stick their finger like this woman had to stick her finger up her butt i don't know i never had my, my tailbone like checked i i fucked my tailbone up before but i knew the doctor wouldn't be able to do nothing but but subscribe prescribe me pain meds and shit so it was like fuck it screw it whatever but no so yeah that's what's going on with her right now. So just, you know, you just, you just pray for her. You just pray for her. I want to say it was really awesome having my buddy Adam on the show, uh, the last show. If you haven't listened to the last one, the Herges Kirch Gosler, what was it, 232? Yeah. Um, uh, speaking of which, OG Winehouse time. Jesus. Holy fuck, that's good. Jesus Christ. Some weed really hits you hard, man. Like, quick. Whew. <coughs> but no, it was amazing having my buddy Adam on. Like, seriously, dude, I met Adam. Here's how I met my buddy Adam. We were in junior high. I didn't have any friends, man. Like, nothing that you could call, like, really good friends, you know? Um... I was weird. I've always been weird. To this day, I, I don't... I don't make friends very easily. People don't really gravitate towards me in a friendly manner. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's always been my thing, though. Like, I've had this problem since I was a little kid. Going up to my parents saying, nobody likes me. You know, nobody fucking likes me and shit. And, but I, I have a lot of friends around the fucking world. And... Um, the ones that have let me into their circle, you know, and let me into their lives and stuff like that. We have a bond that you, you know, wouldn't even imagine. Um, and so it was really cool, but I was, uh, <laughs> I was in, I was in fucking junior high and I was playing football and we were practicing and this particular day at practice, our coach goes, we're going to do something a little bit different. We're going to just switch it up, and everybody's going to play a different a different position. It was like a fun day or something like that. Like you ever get those in fucking in uh, football? But um, they put me at quarterback. I am not a quarterback. Never thought I could be a quarterback. Never wanted to be a quarterback because I can't throw a fucking football. Like, I can throw a football, man, but it ain't going to spiral like Tom fucking Brady, okay? Like, there was guys out there that could spiral the ball, like, dude, look, you know, look so smooth. Looked like a computer-generated fucking football, man. It was so beautiful. But they put me in as quarterback. Okay. So, you know, hut, I fucking fade back with the ball. I'm looking around. I see this little fucking dude run into the end zone. Um, from my team and shit 
And so I fucking chucked that ball up as hard as I could, man. Fucking wounded duck the whole way. Whack, whack, whack. Fucking the ball's just fucking fumbling over itself in the air. This little fucker catches it. Touchdown. It's a big fucking thing. Woo. You know, it was like it was like the end of an 80s movie. Everybody's cheering and shit, you know. Come to find out, uh, you know, this dude comes up to me and, you know, we fucking high five and shit, whatever. I don't know. Come to find out this guy's name is Adam. Later that night, I wanted to go to the skating rink. I don't have any friends, though. And it was like the first time I'd ever wanted to go to the skating rink. And I was really nervous because I didn't have any friends, you know. It was funny because, you know, you get into football and I was a big guy and I was a fucking machine, dude. I would fucking I I quarterback sacked so many fucking times. Like at one point, my coach told me that I had more sacks than anybody on like the high school team had that year or something like that. Um, so I was a fucking animal, man. And uh, uh, so like. You get those fake people, you know, okay, people in, in school are popular for one of three things. Either you, you look good, you come from money, or you're really good at sports. All of a sudden, like, people wanted to buddy-buddy up to me and shit like that because I was a fucking machine in football. And I was really fucking good at what I did. And all of a sudden, all these, and that was like my first foray into, like, the fakeness of others. Because finally I had people that wanted to like, you know, talk to me and, and stuff like that. But I just felt it, it felt so unrealistic. And I just and uh, like right there, I was just like, wow, that's a bunch of bullshit, dude. Don't you fucking come talk to me like, you know, like you're my buddy and shit now. Just be, you know, it went a week ago before I started playing football. I was the scum of the fucking earth to you. But now just because I can fucking. I can wipe the fucking field with a fucking quarterback. You, you, now you think I'm cool enough to talk to you? Fuck you, bro. You know, I don't like fake people. And that was like my first foray into that world. I don't even want these fucking people talking to me now, even though they are talking to me now. Because it's like, dude, you know, there's nothing about me that you, that you are finding cool about me except for the fact that I'm good at sports. And that's crap. Like, there's more to me than that. Plus, I hated football practice. Like, I hated coaches. I hated the whole the whole aspect of, you know, if you don't do well, you're going to run till you puke. We're going to do th- two days and three days and just all. It's like, dude, I'm here to have fun, bro. This doesn't seem like a lot of fun to me. I had broken fingers, dislocated fingers, fucking broke my goddamn sternum. Like, all sorts of shit, dude. Football was not, it was a, a long ways from fun for me. But anyways, I digress. I'm sitting there and I'm at my house and my mom's like, well, what's going on? And I'm like, well, I really want to go to the skating rink tonight, but I don't have anybody to go with. And she's like, you know, you told me about that kid that caught that ball at the, you know, and you said, you know, you never really seen him before and, and, uh, never really talked to him before. And, and he's kind of, you know, doesn't have, a, doesn't seem to have a lot of friends just like you and everything. And she's like, why don't you call that kid up? And I had to, I had to rack my brain for his fucking name. And finally, I was like, I looked through our yearbook, and I was like, there he is, and and fucking Adam G, man. So I fucking, I felt like we had a student directory, and so I called him, and I was just like, hey, man, you want to go to the skating ring with me? And he was like, sure, and that was, that was the start of it, dude. But he was there with me through my parents' divorce and all the bullshit that, you know, that fucking entailed, and he was there with me through my mom's first relationship post my dad, but actually during my dad still, like, 
I love you, mom, but you totally cheated on dad. <laughs> and I totally knew about it. And I was totally okay with it because my parents were so distant that it just, it didn't really fucking matter to me. But, you know, he was there for me for a lot of things, man. Like my first girlfriend and, you know, lots of, you know, somewhere I have a box of notes that, that he sent me, you know, we would send notes to each other during school and shit and what we're going to do that night or that weekend and everything. So yeah, Adam G man. He's, uh, you know, he's had some issues in his life, haven't we all? But I really think that he is right now in probably one of the best places he could be. And as much as he dogs on his ex, and I even dogged on his ex in the last one, as much as he dogged on his ex, she's raised his boys really, really well. And that's one thing I wanted to say to him on that was, you know, regardless of what happened between you two, you know, your life went a different way than hers, and she went to the farm, became a redneck, and everything like that. But those boys are well-rounded, good kids with a family, you know? And that's, I, you know, I have personally, like, actually reached out to her because we had a lot of friction, her and I, because I didn't like her. I thought she was a fucking bitch. But um, we were kids. We were kids, man. We were kids. So I reached out to her a while back after his second wife ended up like really being a fucking mess. And I just messaged her and I was like, dude, I just want to let you know that, you know, regardless of our bullshit back in the day, thank you for raising his kids. Thank you for raising those boys and being a good mom to those boys, because that's 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 what that's what needed to happen. You know, so cheers to her. But at the same time. There were a lot of good times that we had that like that we could have had that were a little stunted by her and her bullshit. <laughs> and I'm sure that she would hopefully <laughs> hopefully she would say, yeah, probably. <coughs> OG Winehouse. I threw a little bit more on top here. Yep, and you know. He was there for me during my, like, when my fiance fucking broke my heart in two back in, oh, what was it, oh, four, something like that. You know, he was there for me. You know, he's been there for me. And it was just, it was a, it was a true, and I, he has never, like, in any of the entities, he's only touched one of my other, like, online entities. And it was very recently. And it's, it's just been nice to be able to include him in some of this stuff even if it's from so far away, um, it's really nice to have him have him a part of, of some of this stupid shit that I do, like Snurbage the podcast. Um, so yeah, here's to Adam G. Let's everybody smoke one for Adam G. Good guy. I've had a lot of friends, you know, everywhere I've gone, I, you know, I was kind of a, I wasn't like an army brat, but I moved a few times when I was younger and it's like everywhere I go, I meet, like I have a best friend at that, in that spot, you know, and he was my, he was my best friend from this spot. <coughs> my buddy Nick was my best friend from when I was in Missouri. 
My buddy Jesse was my was my my best buddy down in in Kansas. Uh, my uh, my friend Kimmy was my friend out in Wisconsin and shit. And, you know, fucking yeah. Jesse was the male model. <laughs> I think I told that story before. Uh, I love Jesse. He's like a woodsman out in like the woods of Colorado now, smoking weed and being like being like a, a, a hill person <laughs> it's really weird because you know he was yeah he was so i'm sorry jesse but you were so pretty back in the day god damn dude you were a good looking cat i mean you still are but i mean you were just like yeah man i had no business being out with that guy i wasn't gonna get laid but then again i wasn't looking for that so but no uh god dude <laughs> It's hard to even fucking, uh, you know, think of, of, you know, stories with Adam because there was just so many. Um, there was one, we went out to Bonnaroo together, the whole trip there, because I had to like, we had to coordinate and like fucking meet up. Like this was before cell phones were really big. Like not everybody had a cell phone. And if you did, like it was like four bucks a minute or something, you know, just a whole bunch of shit. Um so like we had like an itinerary where it was like i'm gonna be traveling whoa where i was like i'm gonna be traveling on you know interstate such and such at this time you guys are gonna be on interstate such and such which intersects this interstate at this time and we need to make sure that our timing is just right to where we fucking find each other on the interstate and that's how we fucking played this whole thing. And for some fucking reason, we made it. <laughs> like, we actually hooked up on the interstate. And that's when, like, we had walkie-talkies and shit. And, like, you know, you I turned it on at a specific time. And they were supposed to turn it on at a specific time. And, uh, and then all of a sudden, it was just kind of sitting there like, you guys out there? Click. <laughs> this, this, this Tony. Click. Um... You know, and then finally we fucking, we heard each other. Hey, oh my God, I can't fucking believe it. Oh, we're right here. Okay, I'm going to pull over into this fucking town and you fucking meet me there. You know, it was, it was a fucking mess, but it was brilliant and it was awesome. And then, yeah, we went to Bonnaroo and Jesus, fuck. One of the best times, but one of the worst times I ever had at a show. That was my one and only bad trip. And I, I couldn't even, like, be around my best buddy because his old lady was being a pill, you know? And so it was like he was constantly in the car with her because it was so hot. And she wanted to be in the fucking car and all this shit and where the air conditioning was. And it was like, but I tell you, man, like, it was so, it was, it was really hot. It was so hard to catch a buzz in that heat. That everyone, I didn't have much gas in my car. Someday I'll tell more of this story. There's a lot to it. But um, I've actually been writing like a Fear and Loathing-esque type like fucking story about like us going to Bonnaroo and all the fucking crazy hijinks we got into. Um, but I actually have to wrap this up here in a couple minutes. Um, but uh, fuck, where the fuck was I? Um, oh yeah, um, it was so hot, I could barely catch a buzz, and so I would go into my car, which didn't have a lot of gas, and every once in a while, I found this bag of weed out there that was, like, white, 
It was green, but it was like there was so much crystals and shit on it that it looked fucking white, dude. It was crazy. And um, that I, I had like three or four different kinds of bud, and that was one of them. And uh, I saved that one for when I would get in my car every once in a while. I would start the car up and get the air rolling and just sit there in the air conditioning for like maybe five minutes and chief a bowl down and just, and just, you know, okay, we're good. Okay, we're good. And, you know, catch a buzz and then get back out into that fucking heat, man. But that was like my only serenity place. And that was like, that was the bud that I used for that. And it was fucking sweet. <laughs> yeah, Bonnaroo 04. God, dude, who did I see there? I saw Dylan. I saw the dead. That was my first time seeing most of these people. Primus. Uh, Ani DeFranco, that was a fucking great show. Ani DeFranco put on an amazing show. Go on YouTube and look up Ani DeFranco Evolve Bonnaroo 04. I was at it, and that was a great fucking show, dude. She fucking brought it. And that was my first foray into Ani, like really. And so that was really cool. Ani DeFranco is an amazing artist. Uh, String Cheese Incident, Mo. Um, I saw, fuck. I saw Warren. I, I, I want to say I saw Government Mule. But no, I didn't see Government Mule. That's right. I saw Warren Haynes with the dead. That's right. Um, yeah, man. Saw, oh, man, so many fucking, so many fucking shows and people out there and shit. Um, so, yeah, that was a, that was an amazingly weird. Jesus Christ, something's happening out there. I think that dog is getting into something. <laughs> But yeah, man, I just wanted to kind of come on here and talk a little bit about my buddy Adam and me and just kind of wanted to thank him without him being on here and just saying, hey, man, you know, I, I would not be the person that I am without him. And it's like when I have a couple of friends like this, when we're together, man, something is right. Something clicks between us or a wise I don't know, but something clicks between us to where you, you can just bounce off the other person. And it's just, it's brilliant. And it's, it just, there's never a dull moment, man. Same with my buddy, Ronnie. My, I can, I, I cannot play the game of poker and actually be good at it unless Ronnie is at the table with me. It's the weirdest fucking thing ever, but it's the truth. Anytime I ever play poker with Ronnie, like if we're in a tournament, we're at separate tables and stuff like that and everything, but we're in the same room playing poker together. I'm I'm fucking hitting cards like Doc Holiday. I'm fucking bluffing like Commander Riker, all sorts of shit, dude. Like and but then if if Ronnie's not there, dude, I don't know. I have like a nervousness about me, and I don't bet at the right time. I can't. I, I'm fucking my my bluffs are all wrong and shit. You know, it. it I don't know. There's something about that chemistry, you know, and. Adam Godel and I just have this thing where we don't even need to say it. We don't need to even, you know, look at it, but we, we both know it, you know, and it's, yeah, he's my hetero life mate, man. And, uh, it was just, it was a, a supreme honor having him on the show. So I need to get going. I've made this a little bit of a, of a short, a short and curly episode of Snurbage the podcast. If you like the music at the beginning or the artwork for the podcast, 
check out below. Young Stone does the music. Sheldon Starr did the did the logo for us and stuff. So um, their information's below. Um, yeah, man. Thanks for hanging, OG Winehouse style. Uh, yeah, man. Check out the rest of the show. We're on Spotify uh, at Snurbage420 on Twitter and on Facebook. Dude, you type in Snurbage anywhere on online and it's going to lead you right to me because nobody else has ever said that fucking word, I guess. But yeah, Snurbage420 on Twitter and Facebook. Hit us up. And if you want me to smoke your weed on my show, you know, if you cultivate your own, you want to say, hey, man, hit me up. If you want to uh, have your artwork featured on my show at all, hit me up. Because I always need stuff to go around in the background and stuff like that, uh, like on the YouTube video and stuff. So I would love to, you know, put people's art up there and everything. So you guys have a wonderful, wonderful day. I'll, t I'll talk to you before Christmas and everything like that. Pray for my wife's bootakin, my wife's booty. It's in pain. Um, and thanks for listening. Have a good day. Hey, 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 hey. Smoke weed every day. Have a good one, everybody. See you next time. Now I've been smoking, you've been smoking, we've been smoking all day. I be smoking, you've been smoking, we've been smoking all day. You be smoking, she be smoking, he be smoking all day. Blowing kush, it ain't face from overseas to the USA. I got that blueberry, raspberry, and we keep that juicy fruit. If you want that five-hour level, yeah.